Hello, hello, hello. It is the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. I know you've missed me ever since Copa America and the Euro wrapped up. Um, that was a a good money making uh, summer, I think, in terms of the the soccer that's been on the screen. Um, but now we turn our attention as the calendar has flipped to August to the club season, and uh, we'll start with. The French League, uh, I know that it's not exactly the favorite group or league of everyone, uh, including TV broadcasters, but the plan for today's show is to go through futures, uh, a possible order of finish prediction. I'm not sure if I'll get that aggressive, but we'll see. Uh, and then wrap up with round one lines. I plan to do one of these podcasts for each of the top five leagues in Europe um, based on when the seasons are starting and the French league starts a week before everybody else. So I got to get this one out now and then try to figure out what to do after this. But anyways, thanks for joining, whether you're live or uh, on replay. Um, Feel free to reply to any of the, uh, anywhere you want to reply and I will get back to you. If you got any questions, Uh, I feel like French, League uh, was good to me last season. Not a lot of the leagues were. I did win more than I lost, but uh, the juice in this sport is incredible. So we've got some work to do to get back, though uh, we did make some money this summer, and we look forward to continuing that again, hopefully with a year more under my belt. Um, So to start with League, uh, we saw PSG basically make every acquisition possible because financial fair play doesn't exist this season due to COVID. I'm not sure how they're going to get that wage bill back in in uh, in line. But we also had a big TV problem. Or I'm still not even sure who the TV deal is with for League. Uh, I think in the U.S. where I'm located, uh, it's still on BN Sports. But um, that was the only way I know that or can guess that is because they just had the French Super Cup which PSG decided not to play many of their decent players, um, whether that was due to availability or other reasons. Um, closing only a quarter of a goal favorite, despite being at a neutral site in Tel Aviv uh, or somewhere in Israel. Uh, I was surprised at how low that line was. Um, and they lost 1-0 to uh, defending League of Champions Lille, who lost a ton of players, including their manager, and a lot of people are pretty down on coming into the season. Got a maybe fortunate, but definitely an impressive uh, shot from outside the box right at the end of the first half uh, to take the lead. And the 1-0 lead ended up holding up for Lille. Um, they still have, and they lost Mignon in, in goal, but they still have the the center back pairing that got them to the league championship last year. And it certainly wasn't because of a, a bombshell offense. So... Uh, maybe people are quick to write off Lille. Currently seeing them fourth in futures to win League 1, uh, currently at 16-1. to 1. Pretty unlikely they'll uh, win two seasons in a row. But I figured I'd go through the list of champions from top to bottom and try to give some thoughts on each of these teams, which might be beneficial to somebody who wants to bet to these things as we move forward. Uh, so PSG is a minus 500 using all lines from Bet Online. Because uh, I feel like it's at least a decent book to use. Um, and hopefully they'll still have all the lines up for the, the games this weekend. Regardless, PSG, big favorites, huge favorites, prohibitive favorites. 
but they've made it pretty clear that their goal and their, their eyes and sights are set on Champions League, which is a big problem, I think. It showed in uh, how no one was sacked and, and really the team kind of looked the other way about not winning league uh, last season. Uh, should have been a pretty massive defeat to them considering how much better and how much more money their roster is worth than the rest of the league currently at over $1 billion. You heard that right with a B as in boy, uh, according to transfer markets. So PSG uh, more than doubles its next closest competitor, which actually is not the Lyon who's supposed to finish second, according to the odds or second most likely to win the league. Uh, I believe that's because Lyon did not qualify for Champions League, will be in Europa League, which might be uh, a little bit more of a commitment than last season when they had no European uh, commitments, yet only, I mean, barely, but still didn't finish in the top three to get a berth in the Champions League. So that's a problem. Um, and actually, it's third ranked or third most likely to win the title is AS Monaco, who um spent a lot of money brought in a lot of good players i think as they prepare for their champions league journey this season they're in a playoff and have a match coming up i think tomorrow uh in qualification so that's not wrapped up yet but they are i think a pretty strong side played really well last season um and niko kovac seems to maybe have thrown off some of the the haters after a, a decent performance to get a team like Monaco, who wasn't really expected, I don't think, to finish in Champions League position, uh, to hold off Lyon without any uh, European commitments was pretty impressive. Uh, and, and currently, they looks like the team, they've backed him, certainly, as uh, they are the second most valued team, according to Transfer Market. Um, so PSG, then Lyon, second most likely. Monaco, third most likely, have scored a ton of goals and brought in some, a lot of talent. Lille, who's last season's defending champion, um, are fourth in line, most likely to win at 16 to 1. Um, like I said, they lost their manager, they lost their goalkeeper, uh, but a lot of the rest of the team, to me, kind of looks intact from there. Um, and I think they're, they're a side that's built on defense that should be still around unless. Uh, their aging center backs get a lot older all of a sudden. Um, didn't really bring in anybody, which is an issue. Um, but the people that they lost don't seem to be as big of the problems as I would have thought um, based on the idea that they were kind of tearing it down and building back up. They brought in a manager from the second tier in France, so he probably has a good clue of what he's doing um, in that league. So I'm not really expecting them to fall off as much as these these lines say. Uh, next is Marseille, who spent a fair amount of money to back Sampaoli, uh, who came in and kind of steadied the ship last season, uh, in midseason, I believe, when everything was looking terrible. Um, Marseille, I believe, got into the last spot, so are in Europa League, um, and not even the Conference League, I think the regular Europa League, which no one ever wanted to do previously, but now people want. I guess, because second best is better than, than worst um, or third best. Uh, Marseille had some defensive issues, I think. It brought in Saliba, who was on loan, I believe, at, at Nice. Um, but they brought him in, kept Valerdi. Uh, Chengiz Under came in on loan from Roma. Uh, Guendouzi came in. Who knows what he's going to give, but at least he's seasoned from Premier League and, and Bundesliga play. 
Um, lost Sakai, who went back to Japan, not a huge loss. Tovin went on a free transfer to Mexico. And Maxime Lopez was already gone. Strutman already gone, was on loan midseason at, at uh, Genoa, I believe. So Marseille comes in fifth, most likely. And then there's a pretty big drop-off to the, the rest of the league on, on who's lucky to win the title. Uh, next are Ren, who kind of fell off the face of the earth after – uh, really struggling with trying to play Champions League football and also maintain league uh, uh, the status that they were trying to, I guess, get back-to-back Champions League berths. Uh, fire their manager, but I think we're kind of steady. Um, Kamavinga didn't seem to deliver on the early uh, speculation that he was like the next Mbappe or whatever, uh, but I do like the... Ren wings. I think they're pretty strong in that department. Montpellier is next. Uh, or excuse me, Lons and Montpellier are the next two uh, in the next tier, I guess, as these these odds to win the title start getting really stretched from there. Uh, really after Lille fourth to Marseille, not too big of a stretch, I guess, at 20 to 1. Nice, a big drop who had a lot of defensive issues last season. They've returned Dante, their center back captain, I believe, and Heart and soul, but he's, I think, 37 years of age. So that's kind of an issue. Um, and then the Nice front players, I, I think, showed their youth and inconsistency. Uh, but Dolber was pretty impressive in the Euros this summer. I mean, Guiri, I think, is, is still someone you want to look for to perform. But he wasn't close to getting into the French national team, I don't think. So nothing in, up for him to show off in this Euro. Uh, and I realized... As I yawn, that I'm jumping a little bit out of out of order here, but as I said, once you get to a certain level, the the drop off in prices to win this league is pretty extreme. Uh, Bordeaux at fifty to one sits mid tier um, with major financial problems, lost a lot of players. Um, they have uh, Huang Guizhou, who was out in the Olympic pitch in Japan as recently as I think last week, so. Not sure his status for a couple of weeks. I imagine they're not going to put people on running the pitch right away. Uh, Saint Etienne with a good finish to the season, but we're in real trouble for a, a while. Uh, Mets who played out way beyond their capabilities um, with a very aggressive kind of idea behind what they were playing. Lost one of their captain or lost their captain, an important center back who's not no longer with the club, maybe retiring. I'm not sure exactly. That's weird. Um, Nolt, I think, survived barely in the playoff, um, advancing past Toulouse. They did a good job of re-signing their keeper or purchasing him from Fiorentina, uh, uh, Lafont, and that's important, but that's only does so much. Uh, Troy moving up from Ligue 2 uh, is pretty impressive that they're in that camp with Metz and Nolts in kind of the middle of the pack in terms of winning, but at this point they're a thousand to one so a huge number Angers falling losing a lot of uh losing their manager a lot of their team moving on including a loss of a good forward um and starting to look like an aging team that might need to rebuild and it's starting to look scary when they have the same odds to win as Claremont Foot, who I've never known a player for and then also um who's the other there's another team that just came up that's that sorry that L'Oreal is down at the bottom too even though they hung around for year two uh but anyway everyone at the bottom Angers Brest Clermont Foot 
No idea how to pronounce that. I hope I'm doing that right. Lorient, Rems, and Strasbourg all at 2001. Massive, massive numbers. So um, there's a big discrepancy clearly from PSU, the rest of the league, but uh, that's to be expected. I'm kind of surprised to see Strasbourg so low. Um, but granted, I'm not sure that they're in a position to really make it a charge uh, for a top three finish or top five finish to even qualify for for Europe um, for a top five finish. For example, Strasbourg's 12 to one. That's better than a lot of the, the, the recent promotions. So it seems to be there's some discrepancies here, but really nothing you can arbitrage because everything works for casinos in this world. Uh, top five finish, I'll just go through. Uh, PSG's not even priced, but Lyon, Monaco, Marseille, Lille, all giving or are odds-on favorites. Nice is a little bit interesting to me. As hopefully they've uh, matured a little bit up front and survived or, or at least fixed some of their issues in defense, which I think Dante's return and keeping one of the the low knees that they brought in a center back, which really stabilized their defense for the end of the season. That was important. That's interesting to me as as well as Ren. Uh, as both of them, I mean, slightly above above one to one. So Nice plus one twenty five, Ren plus one seventy five to finish top five, and then you have Lons, who uh, had a had a great run last season, three to one. Uh, but ultimately, it's still an issue considering uh, they're pretty thin and and have kind of fallen off the face of the earth. They do have some young talent with Doku, who showed off really well for Belgium and Euro as well. Um, then we followed him on Pellier, all that sort of stuff. And I realize I'm jumping around. It might be hard to follow, but top three finish PSG 10 minus 10,000, like 10,000 bucks to win a hundred for six months of storing your money. Not sure anyone's doing that. Um, but Leon next and then Monaco is a plus money. So there's, there's getting some odds on who's going to finish third in this competition. Monaco being 60 or so million dollars worth worth 60 or so million dollars more than Lyon being underdog to finish in the top three. That's a little bit interesting. Lille lost a lot, but defense will be there. Um, I'm, I guess I'm, I have some interest in Monaco finishing top three at that number plus 140. Um, okay. So, and then I guess relegation. So Claremont foot is the currently odds on favorite minus minus one ten to get relegated. So, uh, as I think you'd expect, this is a pretty wide open league, which I think is why people like soccer beyond the, the promotion relegation stuff. Uh, Lorient and Troy next at 125. Brest, 2-1. to one. Rems, 2.5-1. to one. Angers, 3-1. to one. Strasbourg, 3.5. Metz, 4. Nault, 4. Bordeaux, 7-1. to one. Uh, And then you start getting into some decent teams. I think Lons at 7-1 to one are decent. Who knows, because they might be split between Europe, European leagues, which could be an issue. Uh, Saint-Étienne seven to one, and then you get to some real long shots like, like Montpellier at forty to one. Uh, you know, I got to say Bordeaux with their financial issues at seven to one to be relegated. Who knows if they can't pay their bills with some sort of relegation penalties or something like that, that or points penalties that could put them in, in danger. Um, but I think that's a lot of going over futures. I think for the most part, based on Market value certainly Monaco to finish in the top three looks interesting to me. Current number at, at bet online at, at plus one forty. I uh, don't know that I want to take anyone to challenge PSG, especially considering how much they have spent compared to the rest of the league, which I think is contracted due to fear of losing money from the tele, television deal that I'm not even sure was signed yet. 
but we're going to move into uh, the week week one or round or you know, round one lines just to really put a nice little bow on this. What's hope, hoping to be less than 30 minute podcast, but you know, we're already 15 minutes in just doing futures. So um, first match kicks us off is Monaco and Nault, which um, are two, I think historic franchises, clubs, whatever in this, in this, in this group uh, or in this, in this league, uh, I made it, let's see. I have looked at lines. Sometimes I go in blind at these things, but I did not do that this time as I wanted to at least set a base. Uh, I figured Nolt would be a one and a quarter goal underdog. Uh, I've been tracking it since they were plus one, currently a very juiced plus one and a quarter. And I'm not sure I want to get in the way of Monaco, honestly, at this point. They're uh, a good side that qualified for Champions League or at least the playoff uh, last season I've added to the team since then while Nault really did a good job of, of keeping their goalkeeper and, and maybe adding a little bit more, but not nothing that was too meaningful. So, uh, I'm going to try to do a little bit better of trying to stay away from goal or from underdogs above a goal this season as the, that's where the, the awful excruciating bad beats come late in matches when they're pushing forward to try to get a draw if they even survive that long. Um, I think Monaco's a team that I'm certainly scared of and don't want to really step in the way of, especially uh, considering how, how much depth that roster has. Uh, moving to, so that was uh, Friday, August 6th. Moving to Saturday, August 7th with Lyon and Brest. Uh, I made Brest a, a goal and three-quarter underdog. They are currently a goal and a half. Uh, Lyon, certainly this the third most valued side according to market value on transfer market um lost uh i guess i haven't gotten too deep into Lyon, but i think i had a pretty disappointing finish last season with no european commitments lost memphis to to a free transfer i'm not sure about awar but um he's on he's going if he hasn't gone already uh leon though are basically just plug-in gaps with great young talent as they have a really deep side Lucas Paqueta was great in Copa America. Um, they've got plenty of offense, offense for days. And unfortunately, Brest has no offense at all, at least based on last season's team. I'm not sure that they've done a lot to really fix that as they're uh, towards the depths and I think are really just trying to pay their bills in case they fall down to League 2. Um, so currently getting a goal and a half is a big number, uh, but Lyon can score couple goals and a half here. And, and I think if you're going to play Brest, you need to have some confidence that they, that the, Le Brestois will be able to score at least one goal. And that still might not be enough. So I think I can skip that one. Next is Troy. Welcome to the league uh, hosting PSG. Uh, I wonder about PSG's availabilities in this match. I was expecting a huge favorite here, PSG, in like two and a half goal range, even on the road. Currently looking at one and a half, um, and that number's kind of sticking around. I wonder if PSG is going to be missing some players. Um, there's been questions about Neymar after a really uh, long Copa America that he did not win. Certainly all the new players, new new bodies coming in. Gigi Wijnaldum started on the bench and came in as a substitute in the uh, Super Cup, so not sure exactly, or Trophée de Champion. Um, not sure exactly what his status is and what the so I'll be I'll be curious to look at this lineup. Uh, Troy with a great performance to get promoted uh, from last season, but ultimately they uh, are still. <laughs> I 
I mean, their market value, according to transfer market, is $42 million, and PSG is over a billion. So that says quite a big discrepancy on the pitch, and uh, another one of those underdogs that are above a goal that I'm sure will fight hard and will be certainly more motivated than PSG for this match. But I also think PSG might be team out for blood this season after not winning uh, the league on championship last season. Uh, so then moving to Sunday, the 8th of August, Ren hosting Lens, uh, Ren giving half of a goal. And I was expecting that number. Exactly. Um, I'm interested in Lens, Lens basics based on how well they played last season. Uh, they didn't seem to lose too much from, from what I can see. Uh, and Ren didn't really bring in as much as I would expect from a side that looks like it could challenge for Europe. Uh, ultimately, I expect there will be fans in some form or fashion at these matches, probably not full capacity because nowhere seems to be doing that besides the United States and like Russia or whatever. Um, but uh, Russia did it like the whole time or Ukraine or whatever. Um, but I'm interested in Lawrence would, would like to see what that lineup looks like at the bright 7 a.m. Eastern time start kickoff on Sunday. Uh, next, Saint-Étienne hosting Lorient. Uh, I expected Lorient to be a quarter goal underdog. That's what they are. Uh, Saint-Étienne was, I think, a lot better towards the end of the season and showed uh, maybe picking off teams with more mature performances or whatever you want to call it, but I think they were better. Um, and Lorient kind of survived barely. They played, I think, they didn't lose as much as I expected them to, um, which is a little bit surprising seeing that at third lowest payroll at $67 million. Uh, but Mofi, if he's still there, was a great, great goal scorer last season. Kind of, they played a defensive setup and left him up top uh, and relied on him to score goals um, one on two, one v three sometimes. And he was able to do it from time to time. So uh, that interests me. And I think it might be why that line's so low because it should be Lorient setting up defensively and Sanetien, uh not being really known for their goal scoring, um, but having to win to, uh, to cover the spread. Uh, next, Bordeaux host Clermont Foot. Um, I thought that Clermont might be a goal underdog, uh, but they've been a half of a goal and an expensive one at that uh, ever since I've been looking at it. So that's not as big of a number as I was hoping, but I think speaks to the issues that Bordeaux are having. And if they're pretty much this could fall to a quarter goal. So if they're basically seen as a home field advantage type of equal to uh, a team worth $27 million in market value. Uh, that's not a good sign, especially because Bordeaux's clocking in at $84 million, according to transfer market. Um, so I guess lean to Claremont Foot. Hopefully some money hits the Bordeaux side because I'm looking to pee against teams that can't score goals, and Bordeaux might fit as one of those, especially because you're either a clean sheet keeper or they give up five goals, it seems, four goals, some, some monstrous number. Uh, then we move to Nice, who host Rems. Uh, Rems were pretty competitive all through the rest of the end of the season, especially had a tough break with a ridiculous red card against PSG, and that's what opened the floodgates. Definitely cost your boy some money. Uh, but currently, Rems giving half of a goal. I thought they might be higher than that. Thought they might even climb towards a full goal. Uh, but they've been sitting right around a half. Nice, um, gonna I guess have questions about their strikers until they answer them but ultimately i think their their offense has shown it's goldberg was so good in the euros that like the D danes didn't really have any type of offense once erickson went down with that awful scary scary 
heart issue. Um, but he was great. He kind of brought them along on his back and, uh, I think he'll be able to do that. But Rems have been really good at defense. That's what they were last season would get timely goals when they needed it. Um, were underdogs sometimes to inferior clubs and either did enough to win or came back and tied it late or did what they needed to do basically. So I have fond memories of them. Uh, and I think this could be a, a pretty good match. Um, Next are Mets hosting Lille, which is a, which is a tough, tough ask for uh, for Mets. Um, and they're going to have to go in. They're not a real defensive side. They're going to be playing pretty open, and that might not work against a really good defense like Lille, where they'll struggle to score. And Lille have plenty of attackers to punish you for making mistakes and being too far, too far open. Uh, I don't know exactly about status of, of plenty of players. Burak Yilmaz played in the Super Cup. Uh, David played. Uh, Jonathan David, however you pronounce it, he played. Um, I think Bamba seeing Bamba there, Arajo, Sheka with a great goal. Benjamin Andre was in there. I mean, they they didn't have, I, I would say, all their team, but that was still a pretty strong side from from Lille in the Super Cup and doesn't hurt to have a game under their belts while everyone else has been playing. Uh, I guess, friendlies. Jardim came in as, I think, the new keeper to replace Magnon. He was decent, uh, had a couple good saves against PSG. So that all looked pretty good to me. Uh, we'll see what Leo could deliver and I guess, how long they last. But that still looks like a strong side to me. Uh, and I don't really um, see the manager being that much worse than Gaultier, though he certainly... Um, was great for a lot of, of last season and certainly was responsible for it. Uh, I actually skipped Strasbourg hosting Angers. Strasbourg uh, currently a quarter of a goal favorite, um, which I think makes sense. Angers starting to look like they're headed out, and that number on Strasbourg being like the bottom of the table to win Liga at Ben Online didn't seem to make a lot of sense to me, but not losing money on that, that's for sure. Uh, anywho, uh, Angers going to have real questions. I'm looking to be against them this season if I can be, hopefully as a, as a small home favorite at home in week two. Um, Strasbourg, though, are not an offense I really want to back right now until they prove to me that they can score goals. So I'll be looking to be against them as a favorite as well. I just don't know that Angers have the the score ability to, or, or after losing their – they're really their only decent striker. Um, I think that was, a, that was a big problem last season. So we'll see what ends up happening for them this year, but certainly was not trending the right direction. And then they lost their, uh, longtime manager. Um, and thanks for, for joining bra focus. If you got any questions, throw them, throw them in just finishing up week one league, uh, lines. And then I'll recap right at the end as we are trying to keep the, each of these below 30 minutes. It's going to be impossible during the week, but, uh, of the actual season. And the last match of the week is, uh, Montpellier, hosting Marseille. Currently Montpellier getting a quarter of a goal at home. Interests me a fair amount, I got to say. Um, I'm not sure that Montpellier is great. Um, they have a ton of attacking talent. That's what they were good at last season. And uh, now I'm going to quickly look to make sure they didn't lose any of that. But based on what I've been following in the offseason, I didn't see a lot of people leaving. Uh, brought in Mamadou Sako, from, who's fallen out of favor at Crystal Palace. Um, I feel like his him stepping down a league from the Premier League to League uh, will probably make him a lot better of an asset and doesn't sound like a bad high signing at all, especially as a free transfer. Um, I mean, to me, I still see Delore 
Mavididi, I think, is still around. He's important um, and impressive, totally, and, and Laborde as well. I mean, I, I don't see Montpellier having trouble scoring goals. Uh, so it really depend on, on what Marseille will do. And unfortunately, without with Arkadiusz Milik, who was a huge, huge boon and really kind of kicked them into gear last season, uh, I'm not sure that I'm really ready to believe that, that Montpellier are scoring goals. Milik with, I think, missed the Euro due to a knee injury. Haven't seen anything about him being back. Uh, I did like Cengiz Undur. He played really well for Turkey, not in the Euro, clearly, but in uh, World Cup qualifying and stuff that has them topping their group right now. I'm interested in, in kind of what that structure will look like, especially if uh, Milik looks like he's out uh, as, let's see, return unknown currently on transfer market. So we'll see what happens. I, I think Saliba coming in, uh, on loan to play center back is important. Balerdi at center back never seemed to be that impressive to me. Uh, Guendouzi will certainly help defensively as well, but I, I don't see where the goals are coming from from Marseille. Uh, and going on the road as a favorite in the opener uh, doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense to me, uh, especially with Montpellier. I know that they had the manager switch and things like that, but you know, Sampoli, I'm not sure is that impressive to me. He seems to be a fiery guy, which I kind of like, I guess, from that side. Um, but we'll see what happens. I think in terms of going through these lines, once again, just interest of, of who I could possibly see without a blue moon coming up, who might be not, probably not. I'm an underdog player, so that's about all I'm looking at. But not, no, Brest, no, Troy, maybe, um, but... Probably not. I mean, depending on what PSG is going to throw out there, as I imagine their studs might come back and play in this one. Uh, the Super Cup might have just been too soon. Our Trophée de Champion. Uh, Lance maybe as a half-goal underdog. Interested in Lorient getting a quarter. Uh, interested in Claremont Foot currently right now getting a half from Bordeaux. That I'd like that price to get a little bit better juice um, without losing the half. Uh, Rems at getting a half, interesting, but Nice probably have the goal-scoring talent that I probably want to look away from that. Angers, I don't think will do it, as I think I, I'm pretty concerned about what they look like this season. Uh, Mets getting three quarters is, is a no. I just I, I really like Mets, and they were great to me last season. I think they're just going to play too aggressively and will really put themselves in trouble against a team like Lille, who likely will keep a clean sheet against them. And then last but not least, Montpellier, interesting as a home underdog. Uh, so that, that's going to wrap it up. The first one, 30 minutes, 30 and a half minutes or so. Um, I guess to throw some things that I just looked at quickly that might be of interest in terms of futures. Um, I saw that Monaco number getting odds to finish top three in league. Uh, I'm not sure how available that is widely available or not, but that does interest me a little bit. Uh, we'll be checking some other sites to see if it's out there and see if it's worth me uh, taking a stab. Um, and then ultimately 7-1 on Bordeaux to get relegated. That's maybe something I'll go on a limb for. Uh, but I need to do some research to see just how bad their financial situation actually is. Uh, PSG likely win the league based on just how many people they sign while well, like no one else in the league really were able to do that. Uh, but Monaco, I, I also wouldn't sell them too short as they look like a challenger to me. Uh, but thanks for joining. Um, any questions, throw them through on Twitter um, or if you can find a way to comment on the podcast when it's up. Uh, see you guys soon for one of the next big European leagues coming up. Bonjour. I mean, bonsoir.